0: Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 440 for Monday, June 21st. Today on the show, we have a first-time U.S. Open winner. Nashville SC gets back in action. Baseball fans are as petty as ever, but we begin with game one in the College World Series for both Vanderbilt and Tennessee. The 440 is constructed every single morning for free for you. By the Kingston Group. BuildKG.com is the website. This is Nashville's locally owned, award winning custom home and remodeling firm. That's a lot of words to basically say these guys are the best at what they do. Go look at their work. BuildKG.com is the website. They are a nose to tail kind of company. They will take you from soup to nuts, holding your hand the entire way to make sure that your home comes to life exactly the way you want it. The Kingston Group, make sure that takes place. Check out the website buildkg.com and remember the name the Kingston Group. It took 12 innings, four pitchers, and seven runs, but the Vanderbilt Commodores started their College World Series run with a win on Saturday evening. Kumar Rocker threw 101 pitches in just five and two thirds innings as Vandy survived after blowing the save in the ninth inning and won seven to six against Arizona. The Doors pounded out 14 hits and had multiple chances to win the game, even after Rocker gave up three runs. In the first inning, he finished with seven strikeouts and three earned runs on five hits. It doesn't matter how long it took or how close it was because staying in the winner's bracket is all that matters. It wasn't an ideal evening for Tim Corbin's bunch, but they are set up with second ace Jack Leiter ready to go in Game 2 against NC State on Monday night at 6 p.m. The Wolfpack hammered Stanford 10-4 to in their first game on Saturday as NC State stayed hot. Arizona and Stanford will play in the tournament's first elimination game, on Monday at 1 p.m. Tennessee, meanwhile, got totally out-baseballed on Sunday in a 6-0 loss to heavy underdog Virginia. The Vols' vaunted offense completely wet the bed, going 0-8 with runners in scoring position. The Vols were undisciplined at the plate, swinging at essentially everything, widening the strike zone, and were unable to execute simple baseball plays to stay in the game. I don't want to say that the stage was too big and too bright for Tennessee, but that is how it looked. Every time the Vols had a big chance to make a big play, they looked like they were pressing, and then they simply could not execute. Did I mention they were 0-for-8 with runners in scoring position? Seven different Vols had a chance to drive in the game-tying run over the course of the first six innings, and not one could do it. Three separate times in the first six innings, the Vols had two guys on with nobody out and didn't score a single time. As a team... They had zero extra base hits while Virginia collected 13 base knocks. A four-run seventh inning by Virginia broke the game open, and that was that. The Vols will be facing elimination on Tuesday. Chad Dallas was solid in his outing, throwing just 63 pitches in six-plus innings. Technically, he was charged with four runs, but he pitched much better than that, and he's got a lot of gas left in the tank. Virginia showed what they are, a scrappy, fundamentally sound, extremely well-coached team. They got timely hitting, they ran the bases extremely well, and they got big pitches from their ace. That is how you have to win in Omaha. You cannot leave runners at third base all game long and expect to win. Tennessee will have to adjust before Tuesday, or it will be 2-and-Q for the Big Orange. So it only took two days of the College World Series for the pettiness to blossom in its full force. Vanderbilt fans absolutely relishing in the loss by the Tennessee Volunteers to Virginia, just running their yaps all over Twitter, and rightly so. Their team won. Now, I'm not sure I would be talking that much shit on Twitter if your team needed extra innings to win a game, and there's still lots of opportunity to be eliminated. I I just think that's counting your chickens maybe a little early. Now, there's another side of this equation, which is about the Whistler, and I just don't understand the disagreement about the Whistler. It's obnoxious. There's no question about it being obnoxious, but we've had this conversation so many times that I'm not sure what else we're going to accomplish here. Like, I I don't know what, are we going to all of a sudden wake up and realize that the Whistler is not obnoxious? Are, are Vanderbilt fans going to wake up and all of a sudden not want him at the games? Like, of course not. He's going to be at the games. He's a huge Vanderbilt fan and he, he pays good money. He can do whatever he wants. But at the same time, it's sort of passe now to bitch about it on on social media and to complain about the fact it is, in fact, obnoxious. It's very obnoxious. But at the same time, it's sort of like, all right, if you're going to watch Vandy baseball, this is what you got to deal with. It's like trying to hit Kumar Rocker's fastball or Jack Leiter's fastball. Like It's just part of the game. You got to deal with it. And, you know, Vandy fans, it's okay for it to be obnoxious the same way Tennessee has been obnoxious about winning baseball games all season long. So it's okay. It's okay for both sides to be obnoxious. It's okay for both sides to be petty. It's okay for both sides to be throwing jabs at each other all over the place. I would say to both sides, just be careful when your team is still potentially facing elimination and hasn't won anything yet. I would just, you know, maybe tone it down a notch. I I don't know. That's all I'm saying. The whistler's annoying, but it's not that big a deal. Everybody's going to be fine. The 121st U.S. Open took place on Sunday, on Father's Day, and of course, or the final round, I should say. And I did settle in and watch it while my wife was taking care of the kids and, you know, doing the bath time and doing all that good stuff, and I got to sit downstairs and watch John Rom just absolutely drain a couple of bangers to finish 17 and 18 to win the U.S. Open. Now, I love Louis Oostusen. He's a really fun guy, and I appreciate his game. But but here here's the real thing about the U.S. Open. I, I love the fact that, We reach a portion of the back nine on Sunday at the U.S. Open where everyone watching, just just guys like all of us listening to this and me who just go out and hack it up to about a 90, 95, an 18 handicap bogey golfer who then gets to watch guys just chunk it all around the course in the back nine. And that is one of the joys of watching the U.S. Open is watching a ball bounce into a tree and get stuck, watching a ball come to rest against a Stella box, watching a guy run out onto the course and start taking hacks and get tackled face first into the fairway. This is what sort of makes it so palatable to watch and enjoy as a golfer who like, I mean, again, myself, I like golfing. I think it's really fun. I'm, I'm not particularly good at it, but I enjoy being out of the house and out on the course. And that is sort of the fun and joy of the US Open. The fact that it's on Father's Day every year, yeah, pretty nice as well. Guarantees that I get a couch spot for a good four or five hours on a Sunday afternoon. NASCAR was back in Nashville for the first time in 37 years, and it seems like it was pretty much a success. On the track, Ryan Priest won his first career truck series race on Friday night. Kyle Busch won his 100th career Xfinity race on Saturday afternoon which is becoming a routine for the Cup driver. It was his fourth win at the Nashville Super Speedway. And on Sunday, shockingly, Kyle Larson had a fast car and won the Cup Series race. It was his fourth consecutive victory. Traffic was brutal getting in, and people were obviously pissed about some of the cooler regulations, but the interest overall was there. Sunday's event was sold out, and Saturday's race featured pretty much a full grandstands. I will be fascinated to see what the TV numbers were locally, and I cannot wait for fan feedback to trickle out over the course of the next week. Off the track, it seems like it was a huge success, and that's frankly really what matters here. On the track, the product was solid, nothing special, but still enjoyable. There are some big stars attached to NASCAR these days, Dale Jr., not the least of which. So I would expect our town to continue their burgeoning relationship with the top stock car circuit in the country but I am very interested in what the future of NASCAR looks like for this city. After being off for two weeks, Nashville SC was back on the pitch to start a three-game week at New York against the Red Bulls, and the boys in gold suffered their first defeat of the entire season, losing 2 to nothing on Friday evening. New York scored once in the first half and then again in the 56th minute and held on for a relatively easy victory. SC has a big week ahead of it with a match on Wednesday at home against Toronto and then again against Montreal on Saturday, also at home. That is three matches in eight days. It's a critical week and it didn't exactly begin the way Nashvilleians had hoped. SC finished Saturday evening in 10th place in the Eastern Conference. As a side note, if you are a soccer fan, the Euros have been nothing short of spectacular. The tournament is almost as good as the World Cup and the group stage ends on Wednesday. The event enters the 16-team elimination bracket next weekend. European national soccer all day for a month, the best in the world. It has been fantastic, and I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. Of course, the 440 brought to you every single day by, that's right, the Kingston Group, our great friends over at buildkg.com. Make sure you check out the website. All their work is up there, whether it's a totally remodeled kitchen, a new custom outdoor living space, you know, a brand new garage or carport, or a totally new custom home from scratch. You name it, they can do it, and they're going to do it in amazing fashion. Again, you don't believe me? Check out the website, buildkg.com, and remember the name, The Kingston Group. Thank you guys all for listening. Of course, we do appreciate it. Please share the show. Just tell one person about the product. We really appreciate it. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter, at Brayden Gall, at 440 Sports on Twitter, and Facebook as well, at 440 Media on Instagram. This has been the 440 for Monday, June 21st.